Hi everyone, welcome to Honest Conversations. My name is Liz Bakey and I'm here today to give you some background on my own story and my own journey and how I came to the point I am right now in my own life. Around the age of 30, I started to notice a big shift in who I wanted to be and where I was actually at. It was very conflicting. I knew that there was a part of me that was sort of being drawn or called to live this greater purpose for myself. And that doesn't mean a greater purpose is in something that is grandiose or monetary or involving any sort of fame. I think it was more so a purpose that I can be more, I could do so much more, that I have gifts, that I have talents that I'm really not zoning in on because of my lifestyle. And it really took me a long time to listen to this, this inner voice in my head. And now that I look back, I know that it was there all along. I remember having this, you know, these types of thoughts when I was younger, probably about 15 or 16, knowing that I was meant to do something of meaning, do something of purpose, of value in the form of service for others. Once I reached around 30, I had kind of looked down, you know, the two diverging paths. If I stay this course, right, I'm only going to be blocking what I know I want for the rest of my life. And if I go the opposite course, I can walk towards it and probably at a lot faster pace. But that meant that I had to change a lot when it came to my lifestyle and it came to my habits and it came to my thinking. I started to realize that I had a lot of inner blocks that were preventing me from really stepping forward or stepping into the light on any of these creative measures that I wanted to put forth. So I started journaling. Um, the people that know me know that I love to write. I write all the time. Um, I have multiple journals, all for different purposes. And I would just sit down with myself, ask myself the hard questions, uh, listen, get silent, and answer them. I started to realize that I had a lot of underlying beliefs about myself, about who I was or what what I deserved, and none of those things were good. You know, it it really does take a lot to sit with yourself and really look at yourself and realize, like, I don't think I deserve good things, or I'm not worthy, or I'm not good enough, or no one's going to choose my work or no one's going to choose me. And those are some really ugly beliefs that we manifest into our daily lives subconsciously. And they start to come out in our actions. Um, they start to come out in our behaviors, our reactions, the way we treat others, the way we procrastinate or the way we, whatever the pattern or habit it is, it's going to come out. And I noticed that I was blocking myself off because of these beliefs. So as I was figuring out all these really fun, not so beautiful beliefs about myself, I had to figure out where they came from. So I went down a road of looking at my childhood. I went through every book I could, every journaling experience. I took courses and 
within that work, I had discovered, you know, my own original incidents that have taught me these beliefs about myself. And I started to track where I found them in my everyday life, going back from the original incident itself all the way up to the present. And I was mind blown, almost devastated that I had not healed, even though I, I thought I had, you know, or the things that I had blocked mentally and not had brought to the surface. So once I was staring those down or looking those dead on, I knew that I had to make some changes to change my belief system in order to live the life that I wanted to live. I knew it just wasn't possible. But on that journey, I had to say goodbye to a lot of things I thought I knew and a lot of the habits or lifestyle lifestyle pieces that just couldn't come along with me. And that was really, really hard. And what I mean by hard is people sort of gloss over this piece like, oh, yeah, you're going to, you know, you're you're going to lose this or you're going to lose that. It was more like a death of myself, a death of things that once brought me pleasure or happiness, a death of friendships or any form of relationship. And I had to get really quiet, really silent. And there was so much isolation in these days, um, almost like a misunderstanding where you want to reach out or you want to tell people or you, you want to explain. And if you're not surrounded by people that are willing to open their minds up on these types of journeys or the, this type of growth, you are going to be very, very lonely. And I, I have great friends, great family members, really good support system around me. However, this was something that only I could face. And when you grow up with people that have known you for as long as they've known you, right, they're used to that you. They're used to that version of you. So a lot of people, you know, they question why you're, why you're changing or why you're growing or why you want to do this. And that's fine, right? That's, of course, they're going to do that. They, that's, that's their job out of, um, out of love because they want the best for you. But for me, I felt like this was something that I had to do and the explaining didn't come easily. I noticed that people surrounding me and I, I, I'm talking about anybody, um, really just didn't understand where I was coming from and that is okay, right? It's not for other people to understand. It was only for me. But I knew that with this change, I would have to say goodbye to a lot of things. So I started saying goodbye, doing the goodbyes. And that just really meant cutting off some old habits, um, re-sort of programming my mind from sun up to sundown. You know, how I woke up in the morning, um, how I went about my day, the way I felt about my work, my experiences, the way I talked to others, and then how I carried my free time. I really wanted to get to this place where my life became synonymous with my vision or my goals. And I still wasn't marrying the two together yet. So I had to look at 
really every single aspect of my life. And, you know, if you talk to anyone that knows me, they know I love to pull everything apart. Uh, my fiance jokes, not everything is that deep. I'm like, yes, it is. We need to analyze everything. But I had to do that for me because after finding out all of my original childhood traumas and how they manifest it into my everyday life, I had to watch as things came up in my everyday life. You know, the way I felt about certain moments um, of my day or certain experiences where I was really emotional or this triggered that and I had to stop, reprogram. A lot of that, you know, was re-regulating my nervous system and we can have a whole, you know, other podcast on that in itself. But those daily habits... I mean, really from the way that we think when we open our eyes to the way that we perform in our jobs, to the way that we perform our workouts or our creative outlets had to be zoned in on in order to fine to them in order to be the best version of myself. And that really became my goal. How can I go to sleep at night and know that I did the right thing or I'm doing the right thing or I can sleep peacefully because... I'm, I'm being true to myself or I'm just morally being good. With that came a lot of challenges. As I was working through all this, I realized I'm a really emotional person. I have a lot of emotions and this work brought it all out of me. I had to put it all on the table. It was not pretty um, and that's okay. And that's okay. That's part of the human experience. And I actually really like that about myself and I hope that other people you know when they start to lay their their lives out on the table they learn to like themselves in that process too but with within those emotions I had start to become the person that I wanted to be I was speaking about things that I needed to I was breaking away from old habits and you know I can have a whole other podcast on the traumas that came up for me or my experiences or the things that I had to give up. Um, I will gladly talk about those because I think we really need to fine tune the details on what this growth and what this journey looks like. Um, I definitely don't want to gloss over anything because that would be absolutely unfair to you. And I know that it was really, I, I felt like it was unfair to me because no one talked about those things, but you know, we could be here. We could be here for a while. The point is, it all came out. 30 years old, I'm 34 now. Eventually, all these things that we have been taught to sort of sweep under the rug or, or figure out for ourselves along the way, yeah, yes, we have some guidance, but I'm talking about the truly internal pieces that only you can discover in your own paths and in, in your own life's work it's going to catch up to you. And it caught up to me to the point where I just couldn't ignore it anymore. You know, my life became so uncomfortable in my mind, in my soul, in my heart, that I couldn't move forward without figuring it out. And I'm, I'm still going through it. I'm still working towards it. It's, a, it's an everyday growth process. It's an everyday mindful process where you're really just picking up, going for it, throughout all the seconds, really training your mind to think the way that you want to think and having your body 
you know, follow through. It was probably and still is probably the hardest process I've ever been through in my life. And I really wish that I had started it earlier, you know, when I was 15, 16, having these thoughts. But society gets in our way, you know, the fear of acceptance and how to live and and the norms that we grow up with or the values or beliefs or the way that we are raised, all all that sort of kind of stacks on top of your inner voice and your inner voice becomes all these other voices. And if I had only listened to my inner voice, then I might've saved myself uh, some sadness along the way. But, you know, of course we, we have to be grateful because whatever path we take ends us to where we're supposed to be. I truly believe in that. And I truly believe that I had to go through everything that I did. And like I said, we can have tons of podcasts where you can learn all those wonderful discoveries about me. Um, but I've seen some, I've seen some dark days. I've seen some ugliness. I've seen a lot of sadness, a lot of hardship, but I also have discovered so much love, so much strength. I love the human experience. I love human nature. And I'm so grateful for being able to pull this apart and even having this opportunity to live in a world where we can do the things that that we love. And so I'm hoping that as I pull this apart for you on all these different topics that come our way, and I give you a little bit of my experience and others bring you their experience. And we give you the raw, honest truth, the details that are, are buried into this. So even my, you know, recording right now is, is very surface level because I think there's a lot of details that go into these types of processes. And I want to, I want to give you that in a way that is so honest that you just can't look away from it. And hopefully it resonates with you the way that I wish it would have been there for me. I think we have an opportunity to give back to others, to teach. We didn't learn until much later in life. And I'm hoping that we can speed that up for them. That when they're younger, they are learning how to live their life to their truest form, to their truest identity, to find that happiness, that peace, because that's really what life's about. And if we let all of these other things cloud who we really are, cloud our vision, cloud what's in our hearts, you know, we're, you're going to hit 30 years old like me and absolutely explode or absolutely melt into puddles of tears often, so often. And, you know, I can laugh about that now, but, but I truly want to give others this opportunity way earlier in life so they could be their truest self, they could be happy and experience human nature with the best lens possible.